0: Don't hesitate. I used it, you should go over there and start using it now.
1: EYL University is the biggest online platform for education, but it's much, much more. It's actually a community. Our private Facebook group has over 8,000 members and 20 infinity groups. The students teach themselves just as much as the professors do. We have weekly webinars. We have over 100 past webinars. You get access to MG The Mortgage Guy's real estate blueprint. You get access to monthly financial planning calls with yours truly. You get access to our monthly group chat invest calls and much much more so go to eyluniversity.com right now and take advantage of our limited offer blowout sale: 65 percent off of the annual membership eyluniversity.com right now my graduates from my school being forbes back drop back drop <laughs> <a> mic drop <laughs> back drop All right, guys. Welcome back. EYL. This is a very, very um, dope, dope edition that we, we have for a variety of different reasons. So, you know, it's always dope to find, you know, young entrepreneurs at the beginning stages. I think that that's what Earn Your Leisure was built on. Like, you know, this we can run through the resume of people that you might probably have never heard of before they came on Earn Your Leisure. Including including, including, including M.G. The Mortgage Guy, including Wall Street Trapper, including Ian Dunlap, including... Who else? Alex Good Energy. Alex Good Energy. Mobile, Energy. Homes Elite. Mobile Homes Elite. The list goes on. Yeah, yeah. Um, our most recent one like that was uh, Paula McCarthy. Yeah. That was crazy. Oh. Her growth
0: out of nowhere, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We watched should go from a hundred to like ten thousand yeah. in less than twenty four Yeah, yeah. We're yeah.
0: right. right. breaking records. That's, right. Right. that's, that's, that's
1: record breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Motown of Business for sure, man. Yeah. Um, so this 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 falls right right in line with that. So we got two young men um by way of africa originally yes sir yes
2: sir shouts out the homeland <laughs> so yes, that, sir.
1: the gold continent yes sir. and um, now they in the, the dmv then they grew up in the dmv area mm-hmm. so francis quay and jehu graham yes sir i say the name's correct Yes, sir. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed yes, it. yes, perfect. yes. Perfect,
0: perfect. So huh?
1: These these young men have a fintech company called um, Code Algo, and um, they actually did a lot of work for us already. Mm-hmm. If you're a member of EY University, they've, they've um, taught several different classes for us. They've become regulars at this yeah, point. They yeah, they're part team. Yeah. Hey. So they're young. They're young men out of uh, the D.M.V. area, I believe, 29 and 30, or it like that. No, I'm 30 30. More, 30. 30. I'm 27. 27, yeah, yeah, 27,
2: 27,
1: 27 and 30 years old. And they created well, they'll explain it. But they created a fintech company um, that allows you to actually track to see when is a good entry point to get into a stock, when to get out of a stock. Technical analysis, we talk about technical analysis a lot on Market Monday. So they created their own algorithm, their own um, proprietary software called Chico, and they also, you know, do other kind of educational stuff involved with that as far as investing and things of that nature. But it's all built around um, investing, stock market investing. Um, entry points, exit points, sprinkled with fundamental analysis as well. So a whole um, fintech company around investing. So yeah. we're gonna have a very interesting so conversation. Yeah. yeah, these guys don't sure. leave the house. So this yeah. is yeah. like, we
0: we every time I speak to them, they are biz up for twenty hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a fact. So this is a, a true honor yeah. and pleasure to have y'all here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure, welcome, bro. welcome to the sure. lab
1: show. Sure, Thank you for joining. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Absolutely man. We appreciate pleasure.
3: you guys, man. Y'all been a blessing this whole since since we started, man. Yeah, man. man. Since yeah, a, yeah. since the very first. <laughs> Very first version, you know what I mean. We yeah. had a, our initial conversation. So you yeah, know, man. appreciate you guys. And, you know, yo, the crazy. way we met was crazy. That yeah. was yeah, man. Yeah. It's yeah, so <laughs> unusual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Good. talk to
3: people out right, So, I, mean, I, that, so I, I, we, I think we had just created version one. Yep. Um, we just created version one. Just got it out there. We had a beta test, tested it with hundred people. Yep. And we're like, yo, this thing is a hit, man. People love it. You know, we gotta yeah. we gotta get this out there. So we're like, yo, who can we, you know, say reach out to? I was like, yo, we, you know, I was like, yo are you, you bro? I'm just seeing <laughs> yeah, them all like over the place. Like, let's let's yeah. them up. So yeah. I think JU sent out messages or something yeah. like that to you guys. Um, somebody on your team responded. Yeah. We set up the meeting, and it just so happened, like, finally, we got, when y'all got back around to us, it was like. Uh, my daughter was supposed to be born September 25th. Indeed. And uh, yep. Jay, whose birthday was October 6th, he's like, "Yo, she's gonna be born on my birthday, man." I'm like, "Nah." Out the gate. So she ends up late <laughs> October 6th. Then, then your team get back and like, "Yo, we're gonna uh, we're gonna set a meeting of by ball, October yeah. 6th at yeah. noon." I'm like, "Damn!" Yeah. I'm like, "Man, should we uh, should we should we push it back or nah?" And my girl's like, "Nah, do it. Just go do it. I'll be I'll be fine." Shout out to her. Yeah, yeah she's a yeah, real. One. I'll
0: never forget the call. We were, we were yeah. on the call and you like, fellas, I apologize, but my daughter's being born. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You mean like right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, if, yeah like right uh, this second. Like the yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, oh, he kept, he kept the meeting though. Yeah, on. that's
1: oh, a that fact. Just, that just goes to show you, man. The biggest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the up, biggest. EYL yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, we about to get on call. You pick up. Stay tuned. Pick up, man. Even child labor got to put up. You got know? to keep it up. He said just go. just go. Nah, nah, but that's dope, man. Congratulations. for that one, man. Yeah, congratulations for that. That was, welcome to the, to the, fatherhood
3: club yeah yeah, no, yeah, sure yeah, yeah 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 you getting any sleep or oh yeah i mean well she 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 did fine like the first couple months was was rough you know what i'm saying but uh um, but yeah she's fine now you know okay yeah. okay i don't get any i don't get any sleep because of chico that's the that's the like third yeah. baby for real. yeah yeah,
1: yeah for sure yeah, all right yeah. so let's let's get into this story yeah all right so how do you guys connect how do you guys start to come? So, are you originally born in Africa or are you born in America? Yeah, so I was actually born and raised in Ghana. Um, I
2: have spent half of my life in Ghana and half here. So, I came here about when I was like 13 years old um, and that's, you know, I went through the school system, all that crazy, crazy culture shock, you know what I'm saying, from what I was used to. but. Um, something special, man, and it's just being able to adapt. You know, get familiar with the system here. Like teenager, um, you came. Yeah, teenager, I came. It was, it was different. How, it, how, it, how, how was, was it? How was it? Diff- how was it different? How was it different? Listen, man. Tell I tell. You, I t- yeah, let me let me tell you a story. So. In Ghana, right, first of all, the school system is a, it's a completely different component. Like, in Ghana, you have, you know, where we have, like, 40 kids maybe in the classroom. Um, the teachers come to us, like, for different subjects. We have, like, 10 subjects, you know. We learn about religion, different religions, um, uh, environmental studies, integrated science, math. you know, just a, a vast amount of uh, uh, different subjects. And then when, when you come here, it's like you learn just – It's different the way you learn. You learn everything that has to do with America, even history. We learn about world history, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're aware of different cultures and you're able to respect, you know, different cultures just because you understand what they do. I know Muslims pray five times a day. So if I have a friend that's Muslim and they have to go pray, like I understand, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's no, you know, difference right there. You're not shocked that something's happened. But here it's like you learn just about like, you know, it's Christian, you know, of course in Ghana it's also like, you know, trust and, you know, the, the creed and things like that. But here it's in God we trust, perfectly understandable. But when you go to come to the school system here, it's like, okay.
3: From European
2: perspective. Yeah. European, perspective. From European so perspective. So here it's like, okay, you get here, um, the teachers, you go to the teachers, right? It's, it's madhouse through the system. Like, you know what I'm saying? You go to the hallways, but it's a different system. It's something that you can, you can definitely learn from. But when it came to the history side, like I was never like, I never liked American history, not because like, I didn't know American history. I knew a little bit of American history. Like also one thing in Ghana, like you know, you really learn to appreciate what like, like you learn about, and you love people, right? Like even when like let's say Caucasians or any Europeans come to Ghana, like we follow them as kids. Like we follow them, like oh yeah, like you know, welcome to the, you know what I mean? That type of that type of vibe. But it was like a, the real shock was coming here and realizing like you know like that just like yo black people are like yo you know what i'm saying like it's different. different different like yeah. it's like yo know, the the receiving and the receptiveness of that that was very very uh shocking just going through a c- system and then you know being in class my teacher my language arts teacher in 7th grade asked me if i had a pet tiger i can't make <laughs> right. it up i swear to god to that, and she okay. was being
1: serious well, yeah i think you because a lot of time like we just yeah. used to racism cuz we you know that's part of that's right. part of america that's part right. of but when you go to a different country where right. black people are the majority and you're right. not the minority, right? It's a different perspective because you're not. Sure. I mean, it's other you know, there's different classisms and you know stuff like that. Right. But mm-hmm. as far as that level, right? It's different. It's different because you are in control and you exactly. are you are seen on TV, right? You exactly. are seen in magazines. You are the
2: norm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The normal. But yeah, that that was definitely a different uh, different perspective. But my education level was like skyrocket like in math like I was in seventh grade but I was doing like high school like probably like 11th grade math I was good at calculus everything like so coming here like almost like I took a step back like kind of like learning just because I felt like even in class I was passing tests like I didn't like homework I was never like an institutionalized minded type of person Mm -hmm. and I also understood business because like eighth like at the age of age of eight, I was already like running my own business, like my mom like put me in front of the store doing transactions with like you know grown men and things like that, so this is in Ghana. yeah, this is in Ghana. Okay. I had like coconut trees I'll sell coconuts and and things like that um living by myself for like three years. My mom came here before we did um my brother and I that is, but yeah it's just it's just a culture shock man but it, it's a it's a good thing. I'm glad like you know I was able to get a little bit of there and a little bit of here and just kind of like mesh that together. It gives me a really. Big perspective on just life in general. So,
3: but, yeah. and you you're from America. Yeah, that's far, I was born in Maryland. <laughs> Where's where, 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 <laughs> where, where <laughs> your parents from? Um, my dad's from Ghana. My mom's uh, Liberian and Lebanese. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's a mix. Yeah. So, so all right. So, how do you guys
1: connect, and how did, how does this lead to
3: the to yeah? So, so we ended up connecting through a, a mutual friend of ours. He had a, a, a company um, selling clothing, you know, African century, um, like modern African clothing, called Flashiki. Shout out Flashigis. Flashiki. Yeah, Flashigis. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, so, you know, we were all part of the team, and then um, you know, he was already part of it, and, and, and um, Bro had he he knew me from starting other businesses, you know, in my social circle, because I've been doing this for I've been an entrepreneur since like 21. So 2011 is when I started. And so he knew me from that. He asked me to come be part of the team. He was already part of the team. We connected. Um, and then we, we kind of built that company up. And then, you know, one thing led to another. He had kind of been behind me for a long time and like really get out and start teaching stocks. And I was always telling everybody around me about right. stocks and options and doing stuff like that and trading. And, you know, before it was really, you know, as trendy as it is now. Right. And then, um, you know, when the market started really taking a turn, he was like, yo, you really need to get this information out there. And uh, he's more extroverted and stuff yeah. like that. So he's much more of a social person. He was like, yo, I'm going to start a group. Just teach, you know what I'm saying? The group, you know what I mean? So we start with 16 people on Instagram. Instagram group and yeah, Instagram group chat. And then everybody started making a ton of money. And then they started telling other people. And then everything kind of just grew organically from that point. And that's how, kind of how we started to build the community. Yeah. And then through the community, we realized, all right, well, people need a little extra help. You know what I mean? Because some people got nine to five jobs. Some people don't understand technicals. Some people don't understand how to do this a lot. So I was like, all right, well, let's let's, uh, sit down and figure out how we can make something that that can help out. And that's how we just kind of sat down, uh, locked locked into a room for like two weeks. But I was like up, you know, in, in the living room, actually. My girl was like going back and forth and I'm just learning how to like code all this stuff. Uh, to kind of create the software, so we ended up creating the first version of the software to help out the community, yeah. and then it ended up turning into something that was like it could help out way more to the so, community. So stuff. where do
0: you get introduced to stocks? Because I know that this is something that you've been studying. Oh for, yeah, I mean you said twelve years. I'm thinking like, oh this guy must be mid thirties, but no, nah, you talking about in your teenage years? Yeah. yeah so no. who introduced you to stocks? Yeah. Where did you
3: find a love for it? Yeah, my father. My father put me on the stocks when I was out. shout yeah. out pops Shouts man. Out. Yeah. yeah. So this is why it's important for everybody to really understand that what you invest into your children. Pays out multiple, fold, you know, down the line. And so he he, he introduced me to the concept of stocks at 13, I was in 2003. So he's, he t- uh, showed me about uh, MicroStrategy. It was a company that he was, he's in tech. He's a software engineer. And so was like, yeah, you know, this is how you do it. da da, da sent me up with a little account. And from there, I just took a real deep interest into it because I've always been an entrepreneurial mind. I never really, you know, like, like he was talking about, never been interest, interested in uh, doing a nine-to-five thing. So I learned how to how to just kind of do research on, and my first real major trade was gold, actually in two thousand and I think two thousand four. Gold was like three hundred dollars an ounce or something like that. I did a lot of research into it, and uh, gold ended up going to like eighteen hundred dollars an ounce the next year. And that was like my real first big trade. And then uh, you know all throughout teenage years, I did it. You know, penny stocks stuff like that. I was a little bit of a knucklehead in high school, and, and and it took me it took me a while. You know, no matter what I was doing, I'll go out and, and do whatever i was doing, and, and I'll take that money and then go back, put it in the stock market, and try to flip it that way. Right. And uh, yeah, the 21 came and, and it just turned around. I was like, look, I'm going to just be, go full time in a day trading and learn how to day trade. Yeah. And that's when I really just took off with it. You know? So,
0: and this, I mean, obviously, financial literacy, especially the stocks, are trendy right now. Everybody's yeah. talking about yeah. it. But I'm thinking at this time, early 2000s, DMV, mm-hmm. what no, they telling you? Like, yo, get yeah. out of here, kid. You don't know what
3: you're talking about. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and at the time, and at that time, you know, the only place that there really was to learn a lot about, at least that I found, about this type of stuff is there wasn't as many YouTube channels and things like right, that right, that there right, are right. now, right? So I used to drive to there's a, a, um, a company called Scott Trade, a, a brokerage. I had to. Yeah, seven dollars yeah. a
0: trade. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Both <laughs> ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. and
3: then and then you paying for options contracts, you paying yep. like another like forty five cents per contract, both ways. Yeah. So you you know it's a lot different than what it is now. So um, they used to hold classes in their... In their locations, they have physical locations like in shopping centers. So I go and I was at the time I was working construction. I was getting like three fifty a week, you know what I mean? Do, doing like uh, you know digging ditches for electrical wires, and I was a junior electrician. And uh, and then I drive on my after work. I go I go and at the time I had my son. My son was just born, and so I was like I got to figure something out, you know, because I got you know record and all types of stuff. I, at this point, I, I just I needed to figure out something to do. So. Yeah, I'll go to the Scott Trade. I'll just I'll sit through all the classes. They talk about MACDs and RSIs and stuff like that. And I'll be the only black person there, the only young person there. You know what I mean? And um, and from that, that's kind of what gave me my base of knowledge and technicals. And then when I started to figure out that stocks don't just move, just don't go up and down randomly just because like there's something that really is is, is right. letting you know that the stock is going to go down for like, this is what it's I need to learn. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I really dug really, really deep into it. And I've been at this ever since, ever since then I was 2011. So um, let's,
1: yeah. let's, let's have this conversation. Um, I want to ask you about how you taught yourself how to code, but even before that. So, um, all right. So you're saying stocks don't just go up and down randomly. So, anybody that's not aware, we, you should definitely watch Market Monday. <laughs> that's a fact. Shout out to yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so fundamental analysis and technical analysis is the two most common ways that people evaluate stocks, right? Mm-hmm. Fundamental analysis is looking at the fundamentals of a company, like how much revenue is being brought in, how much debt does the company have, things of that nature. And then technical analysis is actually looking at charts. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see a stock chart where it goes you know, up and down and then... It looks like you know a bunch of like candles. That's like yeah, candlesticks yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. It so that people, like craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So people's actually you know looking at that. So we we've talked about that before. But all right, technical analysis. Like, what's the for somebody that's just learning about stocks? How what's the best way that you can explain technical? analysis? I would
3: say this. I'll say fundamentals is is how you know what to trade. Right. You know what is is a good company that you want to trade. Whether it's you want to find a stock going up right? A company that's good at solid, solid fundamentals, it's undervalued, it's a company you want to trade to the long side. Companies got bad fundamentals and still trading high, it's something you want to trade to the downside, right? And the technical analysis is knowing when you want to trade that company, right? So with every company, whether it's a great company fundamentally or not, there's going to be a time to go long, there's going to be a time to go short. When I say go long, go short, go long just meaning you're going to be betting on the company going up and there's going to be times you're going to be betting on the company going down, even if it's a really good fundamentally sound company. Sometimes it's just over, overbought. And sometimes it's time for the company to pull back a little bit. You got to know when it's time to switch. Um, and so technicals is just knowing when is the right time to trade in which direction. Um, and so it, it takes in factors of, of data, uh, of you know of um, price action, of when the stock is, is doing certain things, because stocks trade in patterns. And I think it's something very important for people to understand is that there's a pattern and a rhythm to to to, to uh, the stock movement and individually and then also the stock market as a whole markets go in cycles right. we have bullish cycles we have bear cycles we have consolidation cycles and it, it all kind of just you know goes in, in one right. continuous cycle one of thing. thing one thing i always
2: say with that is that wherever there's numbers there's always a pattern right like if if you any any historical data that you will find out there um you know, going back as far as like, you know, 10,000 years, wherever it is, like BC, even creating the Egyptians, they always find symmetrical, like, you know, uh, ge- ge- geometric numbers and things like that but th- wherever there's numbers there's patterns so you just got to be able to understand what those numbers mean the story that they're telling right. and then you could be able to come up with a uh an educated guess right like an hypothesis of what is going to happen next mm-hmm. just g- based on on the scientific aspect of it so if, yeah.
0: I, if i'm using technicals if i'm a right a beginner like what are some of the i guess indicators for a beginner to use to actually figure out when these things are gonna happen, right. Chico, <laughs> <laughs> number
3: one, you number one, and, nah. and, and and you know I, I'm, I say that jokingly, but I also say it seriously, only because the thing about it is it's an it's indicator set. That's really what it is. It's an indicator right. set of a set of indicators, and we created it to be a, a system. comprehensive yeah. system so that it, it kind of takes into factors. So typically, what I would say to answer that question before Chico, I'd be like, okay, yeah, MACD. D. RSI, learning support and resistances, right? And so what we did was we built in, we improved the MACD, improved the RSI. What's what? Is, what is that? What's the MACD? Uh, MACD is basically two oscillate or two. Um, to oscillate in uh, moving averages. So moving averages, if you were to take the price of a particular stock over a period of time and average it out, and it would create one kind of smooth line. It, means, it depending so on...
0: Like the 20-day, 50-day... Right, like the so like, so. like the 200-day moving
1: average. Exactly. Yep.
3: That's just the average of all the, the price, the price action over the past 200 days averaged out, and it's going to give you one point. A lot of little points will create a line, yeah. right? <laughs> and so that line is where you can look at, and that'll give you information as far as support and resistances, um, things like that. Um, so it's really really good information, important information. So the MACD is really just two of those type of moving averages, one fast, one slow. They oscillate, and when, once they cross over, it'll tell you that you're getting into bearish action, um, or, or potentially potentially going to downside. And when they cross over to the upside, you got bullish action. Um, and so, and then the RSI would be something where um, it basically tells you uh, when the stock is essentially reaching into um, overbought levels. So, and when I say overbought. If you think of like a car engine, you know, if you run the car really, really for really really long, it'll overheat. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that's when you, you have an issue, right? Or if the car's been sitting too long and it's cold, you know, you, you know you got cold cranking amps. You need it to warm up. Back, well at least back in the day, cars now now <laughs> an yeah yeah. But you know you get what I'm saying. So yeah. like you have oversold conditions. So. Um, what we did was we really combined those concepts, improved upon them, and then that 's how we kind of created a lot of the components of chico so we 're in a constant state of improvement, so as we trade with it personally and with the community, we say, okay yeah it 'd be nice if we had some you know something that could tell us when this was getting overbought right so we created the CC swing right or the cc squeeze, and we added little clouds and little different pieces of information that tell us when things are happening and so that 's why we we did it, um, did it in the way we did. Um, to make it so that even a beginner, you know, could use. I, I taught my my son's eight, and he. I taught him how to trade with, with Chipotle. He learned first and foremost how to trade with the cheat code. And his first trade, he made six hundred dollars doing. It. And that was just him playing around, you know, on uh, and, and learning how to do it. So it's it's a very simple, straightforward type of type of thing. He's but a young also, genius. Though. Let's not let's not well, disregard that. Yeah, thing, he, but is, not, he is. He is phenom, a young phenom. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a very simple. It is a simplified like you that's
0: know. My what saying? Boy, man. So the CC really, do. It. That's yours. Yeah. I'm yeah, thinking, oh, yeah, okay. I'm like... All of it. That's all. too So I've, I've done the RSI. So that's the relative strength, strength, yeah, strength index. Yeah. And, and we spoke about this again on Market Mondays where it's right. like, if you see that 80 or 20, yeah, that's usually, right. I want to be in somewhere in that right. middle range to mm-hmm. say like, all right, this is a good position to get in. Mm-hmm and I've never seen the CC squeeze on the indicators on Yahoo so I'm yeah. like oh yeah Or well, maybe yeah. that's just something that I yeah.
3: didn't
4: know it was yours yeah a, yeah, yeah
3: Chico yeah. squeeze but, yeah so you know the squeeze the squeeze indicator is, a, is another common the TTM squeeze is a common indicator that's out there and it basically identifies periods in which a stock is Squeezing or, or it has a lot of pressure built up and it's ready to expand to the upside. And so, you know, we, we, we traded with that. And, then we, then you know, I, I, there was always some little issue that I had with it. And it sometimes I wanted to take a step further and make it better. So we improved upon it, based it off of different uh, data. And then we got a better result. And, and that's how we kind of created that. Right. So. so, all right. So um, let's have this conversation as far as how you start the company. Mm-hmm. How did you teach yourself how to code? Man, I was just, I, look, one thing I tell any, anybody and everybody, you know, that when you want to learn something, um, I think our, our public school system kind of does us a little bit of a disservice sometimes. And shout out to all our teachers out there, educators, I'm not trying to diss anybody, but yeah. I feel like public school teaches you how to think and not. Uh, it teaches you what to think and not how to think right and so for me I always was a person I was like if I want to learn something there's resources out there I can I can teach myself how to do anything I don't care if it's engineering or whatever it is if, if I want to be dedicated if I do it so basically all it was was just sitting down one day I just saw, I was like listen I need to create this what do I need to learn to create it take out all filter out all the nonsense that I don't need right and just say this is what I need to learn and so I went in learning javascript yeah, a JavaScript and I learned uh, another uh, uh, scripting language uh, that is unique to the platform that we built the cheat code on, and uh, and I did that, you know, pretty much just locked myself into a room for for, uh, for a couple months um, and just really went at it, you know, just learning it. And also, my dad, you know, he's he's a software engineer, so I, it might be an innate thing, you know, because I never really learned from him, but it could he's also just got the just mind be, for it. You yeah, got understand I mean, for you know, anybody, it. I think and, anybody can. Yeah. Yeah, anybody. Because personally, you too, know. like,
2: like I understand these concepts just because I'm. Um, like, you know, a strong suit of, like, math and science, right? Like, because also on that on the point of, like, because I ate, like, when I first came into this country at, like, 13, like, I picked up, like, because I never had access to computers and stuff like that back home in Ghana, right? Like, I really, like, when I came here, I was obsessed with learning, you know, computer language and things like that. So, like, if, if you have a gift or something like that with our community, too, usually the kids are able to have these type of gifts, like, in different communities, like that's not going to be like you know stunted essentially like stunting growth of like certain. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of talent out
3: there that doesn't get that doesn't get fostered in right. other communities. Right. Because I mean, that's same not the same thing here. In, yeah, yeah. Same thing here in 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 lower income areas. We all know. You know, we have talent everywhere. Some, mm-hmm. our community, is some of the most talented people on mm-hmm. the planet. Right. You know what I mean? If you look at uh, whether it's Africa, whether it's uh, the Caribbean islands or whether it's here in the States, mm-hmm. we have some of the most creative minds on the planet that just don't get fostered and they don't get uh, nurtured in the way that right. they should. So I think that's that's basically yeah. what, you know, what he's saying. What he to encourage so well. that type of thing, yeah, essentially. So the Java, you Googled on YouTube? Yeah, I uh, did videos. YouTube. I bought, bought classes. I went out and found classes on it, you know what I mean? And then uh, like online little courses. A lot of YouTube, and there's just a lot of plan. It's, it's another thing, is I didn't go through, like right now, if I needed to code something in Java or any other scripting language, I probably couldn't do it the way that somebody else could. I just learned enough that I needed to know to do what I needed to do, right? Which was to create the indicators that I needed. It was really the skill set that I had in trading. I needed to know how to, how to manifest the uh, trading strategy that I already had and then put it into a software. So I, anything that I did at that point was literally just geared towards that. Right, so I didn't go through the whole like learning how to do, every, you know, from scratch to second third and build an app and all this other type of stuff. I literally just learned enough that I needed to get my first version out. Then mm-hmm. I did a version two, and then I went out from version two. Once we created an actual product and realized this was something we had on our hands, mm-hmm. now it only took me but so far. There's some things I needed that I just couldn't code myself, so I when I got I brought people in onto mm-hmm. our team. And we expanded our tech team to start yeah. you know doing things like that. So now as we as we expand. So you, you
0: learned stocks early on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when did you become involved? He's teaching you the stocks. So. Yeah. And then so he's teaching you how to code too. So what's what happening right. and so in, that that's that's I'm glad you asked that. Cause like I'm essentially like
2: a perfect testament of like how his ability to teach and the success that comes from just knowing and looking, getting out there and just really seeking this information. Cause I was more like an institution like nine to five type of worker. And there's no way I was Never planning up.
3: yeah,
2: you go, you're in college and you right. Go I this. went to college, you know, I was pre-med, all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Gotta so be a doctor. yeah, you know, gotta be a doctor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotta be a doctor back then. That was, and my family's like, you know, all doctors, nurses and things like that, but yeah, just like you know, um, when we first fostered our relationship, that's something that because I was always like you know long minded, like you know what I mean. I'm I'm trying to make sure the legacy. I talk to him about this all the time, like bloodline. We got to make sure like our bloodlines are like legends, like you know, like names like Rockefeller, things like that. You know, Mansa Musa, like th- that type of name. But essentially once he started talking about this and like i was doing this i was putting in action what he was talking about like you know what i'm saying that's one thing too that you have to be like you know you have to really put into action the things that you learn because you can learn you know a million things for a million times if you never actually put it into action it will never really like you know manifest anything so um i started putting in action i was i started making good money and then there was a point like we were even having we had a business where like we're making we a bunch a of money, of money yeah, is, yeah and i still wouldn't quit my job just like, because why of my why mindset. i
3: quit it, it was, was we did we had a water uh, damage restoration like company, company. we ran for yeah. High, like large-scale apartment complexes. So like kind of yeah. what you guys have in New York, you know, 500 units or better. You know, we're doing mm-hmm. water damage restoration for this company. So our, our checks was, were big. You like, said water restoration? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. At, at emergency, you know, water damage restoration. So okay. pipe bursts, things like that. Y'all we're going, going to in and Yeah, because I had construction experience. I, I was in real estate, flipping a lot of houses, stuff like that. We we built that company up. And I'm like, dude, you're making like, we're making like $20,000, $30,000 a week. you like, you won't quit. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, why not? I'm like, you go. This yeah. is it. And he's like, man, I, you know, I just can't. You know, this is at the third. Just the safety and net. When he like when it, he made his <laughs> right, exactly yeah. that too, man. When that's he made when thing, he yeah. made his, his his entire salary in stock trading. And that's what I think. In like yeah. a week, you know, like, that's yeah. when he was like, all right, man, I'm I'm, I'm done with. So I was like, all right, yeah. yeah. And, yeah that, and that that was it. Time. I was just like, it sounds very really similar,
2: yeah. Yeah. Once once I locked in to that perspective, once I put in perspective, like we went out to eat one day, and I was just like.
3: Like going back Nah, and it
2: was at the point also when I was at work. Like the more, like the more I went to work, the le- the more money that I was losing, just yeah. because my focus was just yeah. distracted. Like it was just this and that at work. Like get this done, you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's just like, man, this just doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: So all right, so so you built, so you, you decide to start the cheat code, which is you you got an idea of blending these technical analysis things together. To technical analysis, technical analysis indicators together to make your own proprietary one. Um, so you you learn how to code. Um, how much money does this cost to start this business?
3: So we put aside uh, about eighty thousand just mm-hmm. to, to start, and this was all from from money that we had traded up. Traded, and I, I got to yeah. put in perspective, too. When us when we when February came around, um, February what? February twenty twenty. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I had, I had a, um, a home improvement company. I was running pretty much myself, you know, just, mm-hmm. just from the ground up. I had lost a whole bunch of money um, in my real estate projects. Things went really south back in 2018. Lost a bunch of money in crypto, too. Almost a quarter million dollars in crypto that I, I made. And everything just went south a lot, right? Um, and so I had to start over. Oh, I started back over with with a construction company. Had some money in the markets, things like that. Uh, the market came crashing down. I was distracted, things like things of that nature. And uh, my parents ended up catching COVID, right early on when this, this whole thing happened. So I left everything. I'm talking about like dropped my construction company. My girl's pregnant at home. Uh, my portfolio was not paying not there and looking attention to it because I just you know at that time you know you guys know up here in New York we watch it every day yeah, it you right. got yeah hospitals is over, bodies coming out in body bags and stuff yeah. like that and Great. both of them ended up having it you know what I'm saying so I literally went over there um, to take care of them and um he lost everything almost you know pretty much, not even almost did lose everything you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying my whole business shut down because I was there for almost uh, like two months you know what I'm saying yeah. and then, um and then and, and it was just it was rough. I had maybe like a couple grand left, and so when 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 they they both went to the hospital, they both were hospitalized for, for a couple of weeks. Um, my dad literally was on the deathbed, like they were about to you know pull the plug on on the whole thing, yeah. and he ended up getting the treatment um, and, and turning it around. So that that he came home, got they got stabilized, everything was cool, went back home. Um, that I left that left I left their house for about two thousand dollars, and that two thousand dollars you know within the um, about. I think it was about maybe a month and a half. I flipped that two thousand dollars into a hundred and twenty, right? And so that hundred and twenty was where I was like, okay. How would you how did you flip two thousand into a hundred and twenty? Options. What options? Yeah. Well, all like a lot of different options. There was, yeah. was a There was no not really one specific. Give me one. What's your best uh, one? So Tesla was one, obviously. Tesla was a big one. Uh, I had Peloton. I got got in on a Peloton run. Um, Apple. And this was this now. Nah, oh no, no no yeah. Apple yeah, I did Apple. get Apple. I got Apple actually yeah. Apple contracts. So I I flipped a lot of those from. Uh, up to twenty four thousand. Then Apple took me from twenty four to like eighty two in one day. Mm-hmm. It was like, and it was only like a four or five percent move in the stock itself, but mm-hmm. I went hard in it because I have a, a, a philosophy of trading where it's um, you know I, I don't remember if this was Warren Buffett or um, or uh, Lynch who said this, but it was basically talking about um, putting instead of diversifying all your eggs into multiple baskets put your eggs in the one basket and wash the hell out the basket. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of mm-hmm. really took that philosophy when it came to trading. It's like, if I'm going to get in and out of a trade, I don't really need to diversify as much, right? Not mm-hmm. saying that you shouldn't have proper risk management. I don't want anybody thinking I'm saying that. Don't <laughs> I'm not saying go all in. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that, you know, when, I, when it came to my trades, I did a lot of due diligence. I did a lot of technical due diligence. And, and it's perfect timing, too. Right I had experience. The, uh, well,
1: yeah. The yeah. Stock, if anybody's not familiar at that time, so it's March, 2020? Yeah, so this, this one, when I was doing, making these trades, this was around September. June, July yeah, June. at this yeah. point. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, was coming. so, yeah, well, it's already yeah. there. Yeah, and
3: uh, the market was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, from, yeah,
1: From March all the way into September, best, um, best. it was one of the greatest, greatest. Um, recoveries <laughs> in, in stock market history. Yeah. So, um, that's the thing with options. I just want people just to be aware that, you know, if you get in low, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can make a tremendous amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if you're getting yeah, at the, get get the wrong time. You're going to get burned. And that's where technicals
3: come into play. You yeah, understand when when is the right time, when is not the right so time. You, so you got in because of technical analysis? 100%. Yeah, so, 100%. so it would be, and again, we're talking short swing trades. So I, what's my, a swing trade? A swing trade is essentially holding a stock for, you know, you're holding it overnight, but less than, let's say, a month or so. So right? it's not
1: day trading, but it's not long term. It's not term. day trading. It's, yeah. it's in the middle.
3: Yeah. And so for me, my sweet spot was really like, you know, three, four days, maybe, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, sometimes. And so for me, my, my main trading strategy is really just identifying consolidation points within bullish trends. What's it called? Yeah. What's the
0: consolidation? Because so 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 that
1: one is moving sideways. Yeah. Yep. So, so, right. so like basically, what AMD has been doing for the last eight months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That AMD is, the <laughs> AMD's AMD's a,
3: is beautiful a beautiful trade beautiful to trader. do that with because yeah. it, it will. It, AMD likes to bounce between it's resistance is it points, yeah. and support, so it's very predictable trade to take. Right. Um, and so for me, it was like, all right, if you go back and look at Amazon's chart, you look at even Tesla's chart. There's periods where you, you have a bullish trend up, and then you'll have a period where it'll trade sideways for mm-hmm. a while, and consolidation, and then at some point it'll break out of consolidation to make another leg up. And so I like to identify those periods of consolidation points, then identify. I'll sit in patience is a lot, a big part of it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to trade every single day, and nope. I think that's one of the biggest things that people make mistakes on yeah. is they want to be in trades all the time. Yeah, and I so instead of focusing too, yeah. on one or two trades at a time, they're yeah. like, I'm going to put a little bit of my portfolio in this trade. Yeah. And, I put, and then you end up with 20 trades going and you're like, can't damn, you it. can't manage all that. Yeah. So
0: how did you determine the allocation? Because you said you went heavy. Is it Was it a number of contracts or was it a certain amount of money that you are allocating to that position?
3: um, It would be a certain portion of my portfolio. I typically would do like about 50% of my portfolio one particular trade at a time. And again, I, the preface is by saying this, this, is is not, yeah, yeah. this is not this is not saying strictly for loud, this yeah. is a We're very specific yeah. type of trading style yeah. and it's not your typical textbook. A lot of people who do trade are going to be like, oh my God, he's doing 50% risk management. But I have very strong uh, risk management. I will, I, I know when I'm going to get out and I base my, my, my uh, stop losses based off of tech, uh, technical support levels so if I break a technical support level I know what I'm risking right and I know that I'm going to exit my trade and I know what my upside is but if you if you time your trade at the point of least risk which is typically when you get a breakout of a, of a consolidation point because once it's consolidating You're you're basically what's what's happening is it's telling you the sellers are kind of going away, as as the stock consolidates. It's saying okay, buyers and sellers are fighting over this particular price point, and neither one of them are winning. So it's kind of stabilizing out. And then once it starts to break out, it's telling you okay, buyers are now clearly almost like tug of war. You think a tug of war of two teams tugging, and then once the team starts really gaining momentum. It, it typically you got that way. So now, if you if you do get you set your support level, you know that if it returns back to that level, chances are now the buyer it's a false breakout and the buyers are going to get crushed, right, or something like that. Yeah.
0: Would, would Apple be a good example of that now, since it was? I remember in January of this year, it got up to like 145, yeah. mm-hmm. and now it's just been sitting at like just
3: 120. It. Yeah. yeah. Last it? I checked, I haven't, I haven't looked at Apple's chart the past week because we've been swamped with work. But the last time I checked, um, Apple had made a, a, a nice bullish pattern, and then it had a false breakout, and then that got invalidated due to us, I think, a lot due to the, the overall tech market pullback with tech. Tech is just, you know, was overbought. Over, yeah. <laughs> and there's not much you can do about that. So yeah. last time I checked, I didn't really have a really strong chart that I like um, to kind of play with. So I like to, right now, the way I feel about even the, even the entire tech sector is we need time to stabilize. We need time to find a, a, a consolidation area that's going to say this is where tech is found is base. Mm-hmm. And then figure out if we're going to move from there higher or lower. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's how I kind of look at that whole situation without going to everybody else. So, um,
1: okay. So yeah, because this is like what day traders do, right? So day trading, people that you know, obviously, you know, the safest way, most responsible way to buy a stock is find a good company and buy it and just hold it for thirty yep. years. Right. Yep. That's what Ian says all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely
3: where to go for sure. Yeah.
1: Buy Apple, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can. There are people that day trade, and the day trading, no matter whether you're day trading crypto or you're day trading you know, um, precious metals, your day trading stocks, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily looking at fundamentals. You could mm-hmm. potentially be looking at news, right, but right, right. it's more so you're looking at charts. So this <laughs> is why when you see these people like looking in front of a television yeah. or their, their computer screens all day, mm-hmm. that's what they're actually doing. They're looking for a tick, Forex trading, same thing. They're looking for yep. ticks up, ticks down, yep. where they can actually get in a point mm-hmm. and get out of a point. Yep. And yep. you don't just have to do that intraday, you can do that for weeks. You can do that for ten days. You can do That's that a for fact. a month.
3: The longer you go, the right. longer your, your time schedule is on how you plan on holding that trade. Mm-hmm. The more you need to understand both fundamentals and technicals. Yeah. So I always tell people: if you're gonna go, the shorter you go, the better of a technical trader you better be. If you want to go, you want to day trade. if like, I want to be a day trader. Well, if you don't, if you're not an expert, day, yeah, yeah. Uh, expert technical analysis trader. Then you 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 doing yourself a huge disservice, and you're not going to be successful. Right. And if you if you same on the same uh, perspective, if you want to be a long term trader, the more important it is to understand the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. All right, Because you don't want to buy a company that's, that's losing money every 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 month. Their their earnings are going down every month. Their the profitability is going down. The price to earnings ratio is just is out of whack. Mm-hmm. You're gonna find yourself in a world of hurt, even if you're going long term. Because yes, t- good stocks go up. Typically, you know, over the long term, but not all stocks. Some stocks do go down over the long term, and that you find big companies end up in the penny stocks because mm-hmm. they they were, you know, the, the models weren't good. Mm-hmm. So if you learn fundamentals, you want to be, you know, if you learn if you want to be a longer-term trader, you need to be stronger at your fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I always say that with even with long-term uh, investors or long-term traders, I'll say long-term traders, um, you learning technicals goes hand in hand with fundamentals because. If you want to know the optimal point, yes, you can hold a stock for thirty years, right? right? But optimally, if a stock is going through a one year down period, right, which happens sometimes, you may want to skip that year out, right? And, right? and be able to reinvest at a lower time frame, um, you know, based off of technical. So if you have both, you can really uh maximize your 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 value, your portfolio right. value. And then to
2: to that point too, like That's a great point because a lot of people dollar cost averaging, right? Like that's that's a Houston today. Like everybody, you know, especially holding long term, Um, you can average down on you know certain companies that might not be good companies, but just because of technical analysis, you could be able to know that this company has broke a major like you know support level that you probably don't want to be dollar cost averaging at that point, right? So you just want to hold and wait for the pivot. To be able to reverse on the market and then you know get in at that point, but yeah.
1: So all right, let's talk about some recent events that's happened. GameStop. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Chico caught that thing both times. Yeah. So we caught yeah, Chico <laughs> caught that joint both times. We caught it. At, it caught it at um, at I think about thirty something dollars the first run. It gave the buy signal and the uptrend and everything like that on um, the first run at 30 something dollars. Uh, and then I think it caught a cell signal. I want to say around four or something. I don't remember the specific number, but if you, if anybody got the Chico, you can de- definitely check it out. And then the second time around, I was actually on the way to 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 go uh, have lunch with this guy. <laughs> yeah, my. and I'm driving. I'm like, he was like, I "Yo, said, should I get Chico?
2: Like, I did say, Chico yeah. give us the, you know say, what I'm saying, the said, confirmation?" Matter
3: of fact, at, and that same time, I was on the call with Jamal too. Yeah, yeah. So so I was on the call with Jamal. <laughs> Jamal was talking about Apple. He's talking about Apple uh, earnings play, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, you know, this and the third. So I'm looking at my phone at the same time, I'm like, damn, GameStop, GameStop got a buy signal at $44. Right? So I'm like, damn, I might wanna I might wanna tap that real quick just to see what happens. You're getting a text message. No, no, uh, this is me just looking at my phone. I I saw I saw I did see an alert that came through said GameStop is going up and stuff like that. So I looked at my phone, checked it with the cheat code. I was like, yeah, GameStop got a buy signal. So by the time I got to the destination we was eating lunch at, we're sitting there having a conversation with a couple other people, and I look at my phone again. GameStop is like $80. I, yeah. said, Shit. I said, Damn, yeah, man. man. I said, Maybe I should go ahead and do this. And then the market closes while we're having the conversation, and then right after the market closed, that thing went up to $120. I was like, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what happened?
1: So, what how did that happen as far as the, how did it know that that was going to be a good time to buy? It?
3: Because of the, the algorithm. So, because of the data that it uses, it compiles data based off of volatility, right? So, it, it compares, it, it t- essentially takes previous price action and the characteristics of that price action. It's not just about a stock going up or down, mm-hmm. but it's also how it goes up and down, right? It's also whether how it's going up and down Stretch. compared to previous points where it went up and down. To tell you, okay, this is probably a, a point in time where volatility is coming, and the volatility is coming up, then that's typically gonna give you buy trends. If volatility is coming down, it's gonna typically give you a sell trend. And so, uh, you know, us as traders, we operate off of volatility. If a stock does not move up or down, we don't really make money unless you have a strategy that's based okay. off of, you know, a uh, neutral strategy. Yeah. like Yeah, like, spread, like so different spreads. When you,
0: when you guys are looking at it and saying this is a buy signal, are we buying the stock? Are we doing an option? What are we doing with it? Oh,
3: um, So so we're options traders primarily. Okay. Um. So, so that would be an options trade for us. But, you know, this, the software is based for stock trading. Okay. And obviously options is derivative of stock, so we can take, take it this way. Also, you know, it also it works the same way for forex trading, crypto, crypto trading, everything. et cetera, et cetera. We yeah. got Bitcoin at like eleven thousand twelve thousand dollars. We got buy signal on Bitcoin. I feel like when we were talking, crazy, we, we yeah. were doing a
0: class, and, we, and I, we were like, "Yo, let's let's look up Ethereum." Right, yeah. Ethereum yeah. was, Ethereum, oh, it was yeah. on the buy signal. Yep. The, next yeah. day, we fe- that, yeah. the
3: class that we had, where I was, I was like, "Yo, Tesla," you know, I'm thinking about shorting Tesla, stuff like that. You know, everybody <laughs> everybody was, was like, "Oh was man, don't short yeah. Tesla, don't do it." And I'm like, "Yo, you know, I'm looking at code, like, I'm I'm seeing everything lining up." me Like it was going down. This right. thing is going down, and it, it was, and I hadn't gotten a signal like that since COVID, and right. it was almost the same type of signal. So I'm looking at it, I'm like, I, right. I'm kind of waiting time, for right? this to happen. Yeah. A lot of times, I'm we like, yo. Other times, I thought about short Tesla. I didn't get any signals on it, so mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't mess with it. But at that time, I got all the signals lined up. So I'm like, all right. Let me just wait and, and for a little confirmation. And once it broke that support line, I jumped in with a bunch of puts and made a ton of money on that downtrend. I just hopped out a little early. Yep. You know, I hopped out around like 650, but I could have caught all the way down to five something. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, those that, that was a good trade. And so that's how that's how it works. Yeah. So um you said the vision is eventually is to take the
1: p- company public, right? 100 percent Yeah. So what's what's the process for that?
3: Uh, so right now we're actually working with the attorney to get to structure, make sure the company is structured in the proper way. So a lot of what we're going to need to do it is a certain amount of first seed of, like, investors that are already part of the company, right? Like already investors prior to taking the company public. So that's one of the first steps we got to do. And then we have to restructure the way we, we structure the corporation. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, the whole, the whole idea is we still have a couple of, um, milestones that we're we going to hit personally, you know, uh, as far as how we want our development to go and then numbers that we want to hit before we, we take the company public. But one thing I got to say about even going public is uh, I just got to encourage everybody, you know, as our community, black people in our community, um, we have we've kind of worked through this process of Education on starting companies. We've always been entrepreneurial in this country and other countries, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always been entrepreneurial, whether that entrepreneurialism was stifled by outside forces or not. The fact is, we've always had that energy. Um, I think one thing about about it, um, you know, since you know, had Marcus Garvey taking this company, you know, onto the stock market, things like that, mm-hmm. it really hasn't been prevalent for us to enter that space. And, Marcus Garvey took his company. Yeah, he yeah, was the largest, the first, you know, first company, black-owned company to go public. What's the name of it? I don't remember the name, okay. of company, but but you know it was a I think it was a shipping company that he took to the public. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> the whole thing about that is, you know, that is where the money's. at. If you look at the richest people in the world, Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the richest person in the world. Why? Because his stock that he owns went, went ridiculously yeah. up. Yeah. Right I think there.
1: like can we get some research more? But I think I think it's four thousand yeah. companies that's on the stock
3: market mm-hmm. roughly. And twelve are black, black home. home. yeah, yeah. And, and a lot yeah. of them we don't even know. If as as traders and as investors, yeah. I think we, you know we know. I think maybe four or five is, is our know uh, pharmaceutical medical supply company. There's Urban One. It's different yeah, companies right. like that, but yeah, a banks, right? But you know, when it comes to like you know our 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 our, our you know, got some it's amazing entrepreneurs out here. Right amazing, now. we got amazing yeah. black entrepreneurs out here right now, killing the game. And the capital markets is it's where that's where the money is, yeah. right? And, and the thing is, I know so many, I know a handful of, of, of other raised entrepreneurs that I know personally that's taking their companies public, and they're not even on a major level. They just took the company public, and right. we think about it like it's some some big mysterious thing that we have to do. But at the end of the day, we just have it's to have really right. good companies, enough capital, and take that thing and, and make it happen. Because at the end of the day, that's where the money is. And if we want to really see, you know, first off, close the wealth gap. Right. Second off, if we want to really reach heights that um, you know, our, our maximum potential, we gotta go where the money is and that's our plan. So why
1: do why you think more people have not taken their company public?
2: I think it's just the education, the awareness, and just the fact that um, it's not made known or made like a, it's not like a thin, right? Like in every community, like if I feel like in other communities it's just something that they're aware of, right? Like if you look at Elon Musk, everybody's saying like, oh, Elon Musk like just came out of nowhere and became like, you know, multi-billionaire, right? Like Elon Musk had billions, right, mm-hmm. before that. But he came out and literally made hundreds of billions in a very short span of time, right? You can't that kind of money is not something you can Legit make in just business just by, you know, like within a year or whatever it may be. So the, the marketplace is literally an engine, a financial engine, right? Like a, like a wealth vehicle that you can capitalize on just based off of other people investing in your company. And like one thing I always say with like, you know, our community, we make like everything, like anything that if you look at trends, right? Like anything that black people really stamp on goes right like we move markets we we're known to have like a our expenditure is like in a trillions of dollars as as a marketplace, so imagine that being reflected in the marketplace with the amazing companies and entrepreneurs that we have on hand currently we'll be making billionaires overnight yeah. like you know yes. what I mean I, th- I think and we had this conversation yeah right? and um you, yeah. You open
0: my mind to it yeah. because, For sure. and I, I think the key is that it was out the realm of belief yeah, yeah. Exactly. we' never we've never seen yeah. it. it's been right right like we've never especially Mystified. from yeah. I guess our demographic, right? We've never, we just mm-hmm. never seen it, yeah, right? right? And and so, like when you just, we had this conversation, I'm thinking like that's really brilliant. But what yeah, is but, what is some of the corporate other off well, But yeah,
1: I, I don't because like how is there a certain Benito. revenue threshold that you yeah, have to that's hit? what I'm trying to figure out. Like, listen, right, you got you, guys, okay. you, you got
3: you got companies that are shell companies that don't have anything. anything. But a corporation- That are right? public? That go public. That go public. And you can buy a publicly, a publicly traded shell company today, right now. If you want to go public in right. the next couple of months, you can buy a publicly traded shell company, do a reverse merger, and you have it's a public company. It. But at the end of What's the, the day- What's a reverse merger? A reverse merger is essentially when you you uh, uh, a privately held company will merge with a publicly held entity, right? And to create a new corporation, a new entity that will, one kind of merges into the other, right? So um, at the end of the day- You got A, you got B. Mm-hmm. The merges with A, and we call ourselves something new. That, you, right. can, you can either call yourself something new, or you can just keep, just keep the the name. Keep the name of the of the entity that is being the entity that's being acquired, right. which right. will be the, the actively traded company. Right. The act, also, actively not actively traded, actively uh, active business. The, that's, the active. That's what Jay right. said, oh, right.
1: Right. Don't need to discuss right. further IPO whole Yeah, reverse merger. Yeah. Yep, oh, yeah. that's, yep. yep. that's exactly Yeah,
0: particular yeah. Particular. yeah. And, yeah. and then yeah.
2: you also take over all the legalities of the already. So the whole point of the reverse merger is that the first company has everything that you need yeah. to be able to list on the stock market if you're a private company and you don't have you there's a lot that goes into like you know just to like not it to jump sure it down a process yeah it's sure process, process it's a process it sure is the but that company yeah has everything that you need you don't have everything that you need you you know reverse merger with that company merge and then you have everything you need since so you take on all the credibility is there a that, specific
3: capital threshold no so the, the thing about it is there's, there's capital requirements revenue. to yeah to um, to you know pay for the fees and right. the listing legal fees and things like that to list, but as far as like having to have a certain amount of capital, it depends on the exchange you want to list on. So if you want to go to Nasdaq or something like that, Nasdaq has the highest right, listing requirements right. of anything else. You have New York Stock Exchange, but then you also have the OTC markets. And a lot of us sleep on the OTC markets, but you have a lot of decent companies that are actually listed in OTC that can uplist as they go along. So it's an entire process. We don't need to discard any of the the different um, you know. Um, exchanges that you can list on the point that's is good. get right. there right once right. you get there and, and this is the other thing about it and we talk about price of stock and stuff like that but it's not really the most important thing mm-hmm. the most important thing is having the leverage to be able to acquire other companies right you you can do uh, stock transactions you can do options transactions you know to be able to acquire other companies there's just so the, the whole world opens up to you right. that's not opened typically as as a private privately owned corporation and so that's kind of our plan obviously we're not experts at the, at, at doing it we haven't done it yet. I've done spent a lot of years researching a lot of years talking to, to uh, attorneys about it and making it step by step but at the end of the day you know, my, our plan is, is to, to literally to kick down the door for our group and our generation to that space and bring that information and that, and that process back to everybody else and really be able to partner with other people and, and do things that we can right. That's right. just encourage right. people to do it right. you know
0: what right. I mean there, there was this uh, coffee company that Jamal and I were, were familiar with way back when called Lucan yeah, and yeah, uh, they got yeah, but they're yeah, back on yeah. the OTC market, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is what they're doing. They just yeah. changed the name, mm-hmm. right? And so it went from right. like a two dollar stock now to almost like a nine dollar stock, yep. mm-hmm. and so that's important because now they don't have to pay the fee for being in, I guess, whatever. What were NASDAQ, they? they were right? the Nasdaq. So yeah. now they just go OTC, pay a lower entry level, mm-hmm. and still can exist as a company. Yeah, so,
2: it's kind of like essentially like an athlete going to the G League, right? Oh, yeah, to get yeah. the exposure, get everything you need, get the experience, and then. Once the NBA sees you or you're ready to go to the NBA, you go to your pro day and then, you know, try out and get into the NBA. That's about as simple as I
0: think I could put it. And and if I'm thinking sports, I'm thinking like a dude like Josh Gordon.
4: Right. Right? Exactly.
0: Josh Gordon is suspended. Mm -hmm. He's got to figure out he's playing all these different leagues until he can get back to the NFL. Right. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. OTC, over-the-counter. Over-the-counter, over the counter, yep. yep.
3: Over-the-counter yep. stocks. There's a yep. lot less lot less listing requirements, a lot less uh, oversight mm-hmm. as far as you know, uh, financial statements and all that other type of stuff. Right. But the thing about that area is if you operate as a proper company, you, you do even if they don't have the oversight, you make sure that all your stuff is in line. You do <laughs> your financial statements. You operate within your company as if you were trading on an asset. At the end of the day, you, you do what you're supposed to do. Things are gonna, everything will line up, and that's the way I see. And this is all, you know, um, you know, in our our roadmap. You know, mm-hmm. our plan is literally whether we go OCC or we go straight to New York Stock Exchange, or whatever it is. You know, we just build a really, really good company. If you take build a really, really good company, whatever you want to do with it at that point, you'll be able to do right. Mm-hmm. We have our company, our business as as it stands, we have amazing revenue we have amazing profit margins we have everything we need to expand mm-hmm. um and, and there's so many other businesses that are out there that are in the same space SaaS companies mm-hmm. um e-commerce businesses as a as a software as a service so you know software as a service companies are amazing business model and our plan is actually to expand and purchase more software as a service companies. what is software as a service company so you build a software and uh you essentially sell it as a service on a monthly subscription basis you know i mean so and um it's just an amazing, amazing business model because, you know, once it's built, you know, the infrastructure around it is just administrative. Really. Mm-hmm. Once, a, once a product is built and then you just have subscription revenue that you can constantly grow. If, if it's a really good product and has a use case for mm-hmm. millions of people, all, your job is really True, just to make millions of people aware about it right. so that you can continue to expand the company and and then take that model and grow it. And, right. I, and honestly, I got to say, you know, we just having this. Yeah, we were just having this conversation uh, not too long ago, but I've been t- I been was big in real estate. You know what I mean? I was big in real estate, and I am never knocking real estate at all. Yeah. But I'm he, looking- he would die for real estate. Yeah, yeah, he used yeah. to be that type. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? And I got to put that out there. But I, start, I, started to, I started to look at it, and I was like, damn, man, if I got X amount of capital, and I wanted to uh, to put it to work in a, in a particular industry, right? If my if my mindset is growth, right? If I'm trying to to grow, at, you know, within a certain time frame, SaaS businesses really offer a, yeah. a, an a, a, an unbeatable uh, type of, of model business model, right? Yeah. Because I put my capital up, I have my digital real estate, my website, my you know different things that's out there, landing pages and and sources of, of, of traffic, and you you build something once and the revenue comes consistently if I want to put ad spend into it if I spend a thousand dollars in ads I might come back with two thousand three thousand dollars the next day or week or whatever it is uh within a short period of time it's the velocity of money you know what I mean so when I look at, at what I could do in real estate all right well I could put my money into real estate and and, and, and do that and I'm never not i'm not again I'm not saying not to but what I'm saying is I got to wait for my capital to come back at least on a monthly basis, right? You know, we, we have monthly tenants. But then, you you know, there's expenses and things like that, so a certain amount of profit. But when I look at, you know, SaaS, I could put my same capital to work in, in SaaS, and my velocity comes back within a couple of days, a couple of weeks maybe, you know, means the velocity is quicker. So yeah. if I can turn my money around quicker, right. I can grow my capital quicker, and my equity in my company Gross. Scales a lot Faster. more difficult. You look at real estate; yeah. you got cap rates, right, mm-hmm. for your real estate on how to value commercial properties. With a SaaS business, if I do, uh, if I have a, 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 a SaaS business based off, let's say, tech, right? Obviously, tech, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my valuations may be eight times uh, my my monthly recurring revenue, my annual recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I add things in like data, consumer data, that I also add to that to that. Business and this is something I actually got off of my bro. Uh um, yeah, like Chad, Chad Chad, right? Yeah, Chad, right? Chad, yeah, Chad, Chad bro. Cobra, Chad yeah. told us this other day. We looked into yeah. it. I was like, yo uh, man, dude. Uh, Chad Chad, Chad Cobra. Cobra. Oh, yeah. okay. Shout it's, out Chad Cobra for yeah. this one brother, NFL, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you know, if you add data so to that. Brandon's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they have me into the real estate game. Yeah, they have yeah. me into the real estate Yeah, yeah we'll be yeah. in the rooms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll yeah. yeah, we'll be chopping up. Yeah, we'll be chopping up. So it's, it's based on how we can, you can expand yeah. your, your potential uh, your potential um, uh, valuation on your company just yeah. by adding different things like like data being a database company versus, uh, you know, just a standard SaaS company. So there's a lot of flexibility on how you can grow Your valuation and your equity in your company, Mm -hmm. you know, with SaaS, it's so much. Instead of
2: eight times, like as a regular valuation for a SaaS company, if you add data, it's twenty five times. Can be up to twenty five. Up to twenty five times. it's just for valuation. For valuation. So that's that's a that's a huge factor. Yeah. So if you
3: look at if you look at building our portfolios, I rather I'm looking at now uh, from my perspective is build our portfolio of SaaS companies, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Same way I would a real estate based uh, portfolio. Mm -hmm. And then combine all that together and create a company that's a massively held, you know, uh entity, um, yeah. entity that's that's in the SaaS space. So that's that's kinda of one thing we, again want to encourage other entrepreneurs out there, other black entrepreneurs particularly to to start looking into. More,
0: sure. you. The,
1: yeah. more
3: you know. the more you know, the more you know.
1: Yeah, the digital yeah. real estate space is something that special. It's vital. Yeah. Vital, especially in this day and age, it's not like it. Right. So talk about, all right, so talk about the company. So what what exactly what? do you guys offer? Like what's your product suite? Yeah. So we
3: over, our, our, our primary product is our cheat code algorithm. That's our, our product. That's our, our SaaS product, right? And mm-hmm. um, which we're constantly iterating, constantly improving on, and constantly, uh, you know, just bringing value to. Right. Then we have our, our, our second kind of tier would be our educational program. And, and so for cheat we also mm-hmm. do classes free. We do free classes. We have a free, uh, free classes we do twice a week on how to use the cheat code so that people can learn live. We sit on Zoom, we teach. Then we have a free community, in which people can kind of come to and we talk about stocks, options, give games, stuff like that. Right. Now, just second- real quick, before we move from that, the cheat code, um, just in general,
2: usually just for people that are completely new and just don't know what the cheat code is, even from this conversation, it's a soft. It's a trade-in software that tells you exactly when to buy um, and exactly when to sell. And then as you're trading, it does have a live trade-in manager that actually gives you uh, stop loss values that you can have as a mental stop loss or yeah. you can actually implement Even in your form. chart. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, take, take profit and then points. take profit points. because
3: yeah. yeah. you want to be want to take profit on the way up right. and not the way down. So something we, we try to impart to everybody as we can scale out of your positions on the way up right. so that you don't have to worry about, oh, I, you know, I don't know when to sell. I, I, you get into a really good trade and you're like, oh, I'm scared to take profit. Like, scale out slowly and right. surely. So that's why we set that set up. Right. Got a right. lot of features there. Um, mm-hmm. So that's our main thing. And mm-hmm. then we have, the free community, Discord community, we, we teach, you know, and we, we talk. We do all types of stuff in there. It's about 3,000 people deep in there. And in that program, we have a premium product that our premium service where we do live trade alerts. We do uh, classes from beginner to advanced every week, um, that kind of thing. And then we have our, our masterclass program, which we recently launched. And that's launching uh, tomorrow, actually, April 1st. Uh, we're going to run them every two months. And uh, that is an eight-week masterclass. We go from beginner trader... All the way to advanced. We teach you no, absolutely from, from nothing. absolutely nothing yeah. to being able to trade advanced trading, you know, within eight weeks. Um so that's something we really did a brain dump on. Like, you know, as much as we could get out of our heads into the course is what we, we provide there that's live. We teach it, you know, and we have a community as as well. We can you, you have access to us. We talk all day long and, and and make sure people get that information. Uh and then finally, um what else we have? And then we got the ten K Challenge. The Ten yep. K Challenge is a is a really cool, cool thing. It's um mm-hmm. Something we launched, basically, we start off with a $1,000 in an account, mm-hmm. um, and then we basically would, would trade that account. Our admin team will trade that account, uh, and the, the trades that they take live, you know, uh, other people are able to kind of uh, follow witness, along. follow along, so is, You can see. I can mimic it. Yeah, you can yeah, mimic yeah, it, and exactly. it's completely optional. It's not something we like, oh, you have to do this at a third, but it's, no. it's basically so that you can kind of see how we do it. Right. right, and then you can either emulate it or, or not or do it's whatever. Essentially, you like do. giving you fish while you you know learn how well, yeah. to fish right. too. Yeah. Right. 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 so yeah, that's pretty much the main you know products that we have um, right. or, or services that we offer. Right. Uh, but I think the main thing that we really want our community to, to to do is is really just wherever you get your information from, get the information. You know, because right. a lot of people are out here getting into the market and just trying to hand. Right. Um, this is a skill based game. You wouldn't go out onto a. Uh, you go, wouldn't go to Rucker Park, right? And, and you, 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 ju- you <laughs> just down, yeah, 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 you yeah. just learn, you just learn how to ball the other day, right? right. You, just, you got a basketball, right. you've been dribbling you around. Made one you one three pointer. Yeah, then you right. go shoot. <laughs> yeah, then you want to head out to Rucker Park. then you gonna do something, right? Right. So, um it, It's how it is, Man, We 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 want everybody to. It's not technical versus fundamentals, you need to learn both. You need to have an understanding because sometimes it's gonna be the time to day trade and things like that. Sometimes it's gonna be time to just put it into long term and just chill out. Yeah. Right. And that's where I'm at right now. We well I know when I talk to Jamal and I talk to you guys. Yeah a couple months ago, you guys, are, what are you trading?" trade? I'm like, man, honestly, I don't like the market right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah, gonna stash I'm gonna yeah, stash yeah. into some value trades and I'm that's gonna sit true. there. Yeah. And that was January, you know what I mean? And everybody was still kind of going the tech route. And I'm like, I made a bunch of money on tech. I made a bunch of money on Tesla. I made a bunch of money on those things. Yeah. Now I'm kind of just hanging out. I'm gonna stash my money in some value stuff and I'm gonna hang out long-term so i figure out what the market's gonna do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got everything going on with interest rates and all this other type of stuff. Market knowledge is is the kind of like the third leg, technical mm-hmm. fundamentals and market knowledge, understanding what's happening in the market, the economy, how the economy works. Yep, the full story, macroeconomics. That's that's
1: important too to realize sometimes, like I just put a a substantial amount of money in some long-term positions, Mm -hmm. Mm because it's like you get caught up in trying to run somebody else's race and measure your success, but the worst thing you can do is get a bag and blow it. and you can so blow it we <laughs> you say
0: it know every what I'm day saying? yeah NBA. never yeah. broke
1: again yeah
2: they never blew. broke again i, I like that yeah. Yeah. Hey. So if you not like that
1: <laughs> if you if you don't know what to do there's nothing wrong with not doing anything or mm-hmm. just playing it safe cash is a position just playing yep. it safe yeah. until until you know you figure it out if you want to start to trade again or you right. know make short term you know right. situations or options and stuff like that but
3: feel pressure to do something just to do it right Nah, yeah. and, and that's when you lose money yeah. and the greed you yeah. get greed your eyes get big you see you know yeah. see everything going up crazy you're like oh, i want to get it man i'm yeah. telling you man like i've been through and it took me a long time to understand that what you're talking about and i think that's re- very wise of you even you know as um uh, an individual in the space that that you recognize that early you know I man, because for me it took me a long time i started young and I, being young and high risk individual yeah. and i was a hot head you know what i mean so hey, I, it took me a long man. time hey, in every yeah. aspect you can think of i was just i was a hothead, aggressive yeah. you know things like that and i had to learn over time like yo sometimes you just got to learn how to chill out yeah. and, and 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 you know i've been through multiple market cycles to see the the um you know the the irrationality that comes you when know, last time the crypto market went crazy in 2017 The rationality was was crazy. I turned five thousand to two hundred fifty k in that market, but then lost like two hundred thousand in a night. (laughs) In a night. In a night. The emotional disparities. It takes market maturity. Yeah, for sure. It takes market maturity.
0: maturity. And mental fortitude. Yeah, yeah. mental fortitude. It takes patience. It takes all that. Right. So like when you when you've gone through that, when you can see something like that. mm -hmm. I mean, was yeah. like, like, there's nothing you can't yeah, see them, right? A fact. And so like, your yes. discipline becomes better, mm-hmm. and we—I I mean, I'm guilty of it. i have i seen myself saying, you know what? Oh man, it's yeah. running, it's running. Yeah. Let me get in. Yeah. That's right. a fact. But after I, you after you've done it a few times and you've yeah. messed up a few times, yeah, yeah. You, know. You, you, you know, you're graceful enough right. to actually come back in because you, know, you didn't lose your position. Yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah. right, well, I know it now. My eyes have trained to see it. Now. Yeah. Right. I know that. You know what I mean? It's like the the, the if you're on the field. Right, yeah. I'm, I can read the defense now. Yeah. Right, I know, That's I know what to do. You know
3: yes. You see that safety coming right over there. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait,
0: he the safeties is split. Oh, yeah. It must be, must oh, be yeah. a cover yeah. two. Right. right. Exactly. That's, That's exactly.
1: You never lose by exactly. taking profit. That's a fact, man.
2: All money that you walk away from is money won. Yeah. You never lost like yeah. potential money to gain is not real money. Yeah. You never make money until you sell. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like those are real things yeah. that I had to personally learn mm-hmm. myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying. And, and uh, Francis a- always beat it down in my head. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. like I'm ready to go all in <laughs> on this. You know what I mean? Like, Cheers, and you man. get excited. You know what I'm saying? When you start, like you know, winning and things like that, you definitely get excited, and you can't right. you can't get swept off your feet. And I always say this, like you know, after your biggest gains is when you're most likely going to experience your biggest losses cuz you're most vulnerable there mentally mm-hmm. you know that's the psychological aspect invincible. of trading yeah you think, you think you're just god you know you've, you you've unlocked hide. god level you know what i'm saying yeah. you're not there yet yeah <laughs> you're
3: yeah.
4: yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. like, that's a, yeah.
1: that's a fact and you know, like i said yet. that's something that you know you can't compare yourself to anybody else you can't count mm-hmm. anybody else's wins mm-hmm. you got to run your own race and mm-hmm. realize that defense is the best offense take profits don't be greedy don't be emotional yeah. All of these things come into play because if not, you can really hurt yourself in a short period of time. And yeah. um,
3: like I said, there's nothing there's nothing worse than getting money and then losing and it. it. And that's one thing I got I got to say even for 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 traders. And this kind of goes into what you're talking about with, with uh, getting money and losing it as a trader. Even if you're a short-term trader, short-term trade with a long-term perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So if you if you're looking at like I want to make my money short-term, right? You're doing it with the perspective of, okay, long-term, I want my portfolio to grow long-term, right? I don't want to just make money today and then lose money tomorrow, right? You, you want to make the money and you want to continuously grow it, even if, if it's with small profit amounts. Every right. day that you... And a lot of times we sleep on this. Once you get to the point where you got $100,000, $200,000 in your account, you don't know, traded it up or whatnot, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, you make $2,000 today. It's like, that's not a good the day, day yeah. right? But, bro, you just made $2,000 in a day. If you make $2,000 a day every day... Right. It's crazy. You're going to make what, $700,000 in a yeah. year something like that. Right. Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, if you have a hundred thousand, dollars if you have a two thousand, two hundred thousand $200,000 account, that's 1% a day mm-hmm. that you can just, and you can make that relatively easily with just a little bit of, of effort. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a half percent a day, you know what I'm saying? Something right. like that. You can make a, a decent amount of money. On a long-term perspective, short-term trading. And I think that's the, the, the argument that happens a lot of times is long-term versus short-term and this, that, and the third. All right. We're all long-term traders. Everybody wants to make money, money and f- for the long term. You don't want to make money tomorrow and not have it the next day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we just all have to kind of take that in consideration for, for all my guys out there who are short-term technical traders. You know, try to keep a mindset of long-term, keep that goal in mind. For um, sure, Because that's all that matters at the end of the day. That yeah, is a man. fact. And, um, yeah,
1: as I always say, education is extremely important. You can't skip over it. Never. And yeah. it was an honor to have you guys talk about the fintech. You know, a black fintech company is extremely important. And dreams mm-hmm. of taking taken in public and all of that. So, right. you know, as always, whenever we bring somebody on that has an educational platform, we always try to, you know, have a special offer for EYL uh, supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and you yeah, guys were gracious out. enough to do that. So... The bundle, from my understanding, the bundle is every single thing that you offer, right? Yeah. Yep. All bundled together. For year, yeah. yep. years. For year. yep. yep. So, so you guys are giving five hundred dollars off, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So yep. five hundred dollars off. Um, and the website is EYLCCBundle.com. Yep. So once again, explain explain what that what that bundle actually represents.
2: Yeah. So uh, for the bundle, you're gonna be getting um. The cheat code, Algo Software, which tells you when to buy and sell with the stop-loss take mm-hmm. profit points. Uh, great, great technical analysis, too. Troy, Troy. That's
0: a fact. Talk, talk about that. Yeah, you, you so I, 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 I'm I, glad you, you brought that up. Yeah. a lot of times when we say we're students of the game. Right, right. I know y'all personally. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. The first thing I did was sign up, yeah. and I text you after. And he right. wasn't like, oh, Troy, it's, it's all good. And it was like, no, I want to support your business, number one, right. but I also want to learn. Right. And so I found myself diving in every morning. So like... Right. Guys are in text messages. I'm right. studying. I'm right. going into the Discord. Right. I'm looking at my buys and sells because right. now I'm adding another piece to my arsenal. Exactly. So a lot of times we talk about do the homework, do the homework. g right. code has language. become part of my, my homework now. Right. So it's like, all right, I've done my technical analysis from what I know. Mm-hmm. I have my indicators. Let me double check it with what you guys are doing. Right. And like I said, man, the platform blew me away. Right. And so I had to, my brother was blown away. Everybody around us was blown away. And um, I'm, I was like, look, this this is something special, man. We got to right. connect with these guys. So again, man, being a student of the game and watching what you guys have done has been incredible. So I, I encourage them. So talk everybody.
1: about like how, like specifically, like give an example, cause I know you've, yeah. been, you've been very bullish on it and you right. were telling me like, definitely bullish.
0: Yeah, so like I said, I, I'll, I'll find stocks and um, I'll, I'll do my technical analysis on it. I'll do a little bit of fundamentals mm-hmm. and then I'll go in to see, all right, one of the best things I think was the CC curve, yeah. and when I really understood the CC curve, what is the CC? Curve? So the CC curve really is a, is a swing, swing and so yeah. you can see when the stock is about to change, mm-hmm. right, from a buy signal to a sell signal. So mm-hmm. we go, and it's very very obvious because it's, it's mm-hmm. either going to be yeah. red or green. Like smooth. It, you yeah. can, you can kind of see from the, the texture of the color, like all right, if it's in dark red, it's just hit this oh, negative, right? Yeah. It's hit this negative downturn, mm-hmm. and as it paces up, you will see it turn light red, and then you can see it go green. Yeah. And one of the things I took from you, uh, Francis, is like you know what don't get it right away. I want it to be a momentum trade. And so I hadn't been doing that a lot. I I was like, all right, well, it came out of the the, the swing. Right. Let me get in now so I can catch the upswing. Right. right. And he was like, you know what? Let's see the momentum. Let's wait a day. Right. Let's, let's change it. And that's another dope thing too, is that it does it by hour. Right. So it could be, you can look at the four hour chart. You can look at the three hour chart. You can look down in 30 minutes. Right. That's, for that, for that experience. Turn your put it. Five, fifteen, thirty-minute charts. Yeah, that's strictly that's for last yeah. 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 So I started out doing the week, and then I got down to four yeah. hours. So now I feel yeah. comfortable at the four hours, so I can see it. Right. And I can see that first tick up. Right. right. It's like okay, second tick. All right, now this is my entry point. Right. Um, and so it's helped me tremendously in yeah. doing my, my research and doing my data my yeah, data yeah. analysis of my positions that I'm getting. Yeah, right, yeah. and that's that's I, the same feedback we yeah. got from the uh, forex guy
2: that tried it. Um, he actually like a oh, like yeah. a swing trader too. and oh, he's, a he's a scalper. He's a scalper. Yeah, he goes we, in we for had like two two, minute, two minute, three yeah, minutes, three minutes. yeah. yeah there was there was one guy that was a forex scalper and yeah. he was getting in and out of trades. Yeah. And what he home
3: said was everything that he does in his own technicals. He had two screens because you know these guys they have like yeah yeah. So, he's, got, he's, got scoring, so he's, got, he's doing his technicals on one, and he's got the cheat code overlaid on the other one. He's mm-hmm. like, every time he, he gets his signal on his technicals, mm-hmm. he looks over, and the cheat code already, already got, got it. it. So he's like, damn. He's like, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, damn, man. Well, what am I even doing this for right. if I already got it? Right. That's kind of high I trying to fight it. Y'all switch me over. Y'all switch me over. Yeah. Me over. yeah. And at one, me over. one point yeah. I want to make is that you know we, we got to understand something. In the marketplace, we are comp- it's a competitive area. Mm-hmm. right there's always a buyer and a winner and a loser in every transaction when somebody's making money somebody's losing money right mm-hmm. now the hedge funds institutional traders uh you know they have you know people have multi-million dollars even billion dollar uh you know high frequency trading bots and all mm-hmm. types of different tools that they have at their advantage to make sure that they win at the end of the day we saw that with the game stop thing they'll go through any lengths to do what they have to do to win mm-hmm. you gotta understand that these guys have billions of dollars to put towards advanced trading tools and, 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 and resources to make sure that they win and we don't, right? right. Like, that, that, that's the whole goal is that, you know, big banks take little banks, they're not fighting each other to win their money from themselves. Right. They're fighting to take money from out of retail hands, right? Because right. we're the ones putting money, we take our stimulus money, we put it in the market, we don't really know a whole lot of technicals and stuff like that, and then we yes. end up sometimes, it's almost like a casino it's, it's, yeah, at some point, yeah, if you don't if you don't really put a perspective on it. So, you know, for us, when we developed the software, it was kind of like the retail traders version of some of the things that the, the institutional guys are using. Right. Because if you go back and even when you look at we had this conversation on Clubhouse not too long ago where there was a bunch of hedge fund guys in a room. And they're like kind of like kind of bragging to each other about how, you know, their their the firm yeah, caught the, uh, the bullish trend coming back to the market at the bottom of. COVID, right? They're like, right. oh yeah, well we, we you know our, our firm was the first firm on on the on Wall and Street okay, yeah. to call the market coming back in April 10th or call the market coming back April 14th. And they're like, oh well my firm did this on the third. But when I went back and looked at the Chico, Chico called that thing March 20 something, like a week, right. two weeks before they were talking about, it. and it gave us all the bullish signals the saying that everything was coming yeah. back, man. So I'm like, yo, if these guys are, you know, with all their millions of billions of dollars of research and tools and things like that that they have at their disposal this gives us a fighting chance a real chance of, of, of being able to protect ourselves or be able to just have fine success in the market mm-hmm. that you know other we wouldn't have otherwise and right. even myself as a when I go back and I look at uh covid we got the the sell signal on covid the day covid before covid even started to really the uh, the market start SPY started to drop we got mm-hmm. the sell signal on the down trend, right. A day before that, right? I wouldn't have saw that if I was just trading myself without without that, right? right? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said, "Damn, the market's about to really come down." I right. wouldn't. I would have known. I would have just thought it was a little small pullback, a little flick. Right. You know, same thing with the right. Tesla trade. I would have been like, "Oh well, Tesla's always going up. This is just going to be another blip in, in Tesla's downturn." This past you know, right. what, February, something that that happened. Yeah. But right. Chico yeah. was screaming at me like, "Man, right? No, nah, this is it. You know right. what I mean?" And, and, and so yeah. I like that. It's an yeah. institutional tool for
0: retail investors.
3: Yeah, yeah. institutional I like level that. tool. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I
2: like <laughs> yeah, and the and the and the crazy part is like the yeah. institutional like. Investors have tools like Bloomberg terminals, things that yeah. cost like tens of, of thousands of dollars, of dollars, right? And news right. that you see on the news before it gets to the news, these guys already know. They got it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like cheat code also works in like conjunction with like you know detecting influx, also in like you know just various things that like calculations and things like that. So if like these guys are moving their money, big money is moving their money out of the market, and you don't know it. Right? right like you're just waiting on the news to be like oh COVID 19 here we're shutting down all businesses right. before that news article is set out on the news these guys have already made that transaction yep. and been able yep. to protect yep. all their yep. all their yep. capital yep. so um that's that's essentially the and thing a, we're just trying a lot to play with other
3: information and we also gotta understand data how important data is into factoring into these trades right. because a lot of these guys are purchasing our data you right. trade on Robinhood. You think Robinhood is free, and so I'm not even going to say Robin specifically, but other platforms that have free commission trading and stuff like that. It's not always free, right? Because right. it, it is paying to you, them one right? way or the other. But yeah. you're paying them your data because hedge funds and institutional guys are buying that data, so they know what it is that you're trading and where you got your stop losses and things like that, and that they can kind of use for their programs and things like that to run, right? And I, I'm not trying to paint hedge funds as bad in you know individuals per se, but everybody's looking to win. And they have right. the resources to make sure that they win. So per- they they like, purchase data, they purchase our user data. We don't have anything. Yeah. You know, and there, there are other, other tools out there that you can use that would give us information. And that's why our goal is to look, not just this, but build out a suite Sweet. of tools yeah. that you know, let's say we need to know you know when uh when money's going in and out of a particular stock. You know, there's when ways senators that we can are trading. to get training. that information, yeah, There's, yeah. there's that. things that we can get, those touch information. So our goal, and that's kind of what I mentioned earlier our, our milestones before going public. We want to go, we to have these tools built out. First and foremost, so that you know, you can just go on your phone and say, "Damn, you know, I see that you know, ten million dollars just flew out of this particular trade, you know, uh, you know, on, on whatever um, platform, and you will be able to kind of take that into your your understanding before you set your trade. So it's, again, like I said, technicals, fundamentals, and then market knowledge. Knowing what's going on in the market, you know what I mean. It's not just technicals and fundamentals. Market knowledge is a, is a component that people don't really talk enough about. And then I think the last part about it is just emotional intelligence, being able to manage your emotions in trading. Uh, and then you be a fully well-rounded trader, fully well-equipped to, to have success in the market on a regular basis. Yeah. So, so you get the algorithm yeah. that tells you when it, when it when they trade.
1: Yep. Um, you get that boot camp.
2: Yeah, you get the um, boot camp, That's- the eight weeks boot camp. Um, You also get the premium Discord channels with the trade alerts, the admins, and the Discord, the community for a year. Um, and then you also get to participate in our 10 K challenge, which is, you know, following along with the, uh, trades that we make taking a thousand dollars to $10,000. You can mimic, um, you
1: can mimic that. Yep. You can mimic that. And then so, All of that. All of that. $500 off. The only place that you can get the $500 yep. off is that yep. website. E Y L C C C bundle.com. We appreciate you guys for that. And yep. once again, if you are, I said you guys bring up a good point. I was talking about 60 minutes a while ago and he was talking about how, um, you know, um, like institutions, they showed like their trading room and their trading room was mm-hmm. just computers. They have these super computers yeah. that even down to like a, a microsecond yeah. it makes oh, a yeah. big like difference. So just, it's like, yeah, yeah. if you, you want to be a day trader, if you want to be a swing trader, mm-hmm. if you want to be a trader period, right. you have to use software. Right. It's impossible yeah. not to. So you we're have trading
3: to. Trading on HPs, right. right?
1: Yeah, dial right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. up yeah. because that's the competition that you're right. up against. Um, right. We're in the age of technology, so for you right. guys to, like I said, start that company, defense that company, and give the regular retail investors an opportunity. Mm-hmm. To um, look at not just you know figure out charts for themselves, right. but actually give them a software to actually help them with the charts is, is extremely valuable. So I definitely encourage every single person. Like I said, Troy has actually used it. I'm not really a big technical person. Right. Um, Right, but I do look at charts Under- from time to time. Yes, i yes, But uh, yeah. his technical is <laughs> like, "Yo, what you
0: think?" <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: yeah, yeah, that's 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 the majority good. of us. For yeah, really. yeah. He, as long yeah. as our community, somebody's
0: got that. You know, exactly. you, you know, know what I'm
3: what's saying? funny about that though is that that is a, 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 a powerful tool. It's a trading. It's, a, it's becoming more prevalent because we yeah. think about viral. some I call it viral trading. Right, we got people see uh, somebody say, "Oh yeah, this is the stock we're trading." Right, it goes on Twitter. People share it, yeah, and it goes on Instagram, yep, yep, yep. it goes on TikTok, and everybody's like, "Yo, it's basically, like yo, what you think? Yeah, yo, yeah, I think this, I think Dogecoin yeah. is a good trend, and uh, all yeah, of a sudden, exactly. everybody's moving into it. it. Yeah. it. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. numbers, and yeah. that's another that's another form of data because, yeah. because if you look at it, we even have an ETF now. Um, what's yeah. it called? Measures uh, the What's it called? Buzz ETF. That's basically measures the Yeah, buzz. It's buzz. It's buzz. Buzz. yeah. that's data that they're taking to be able to 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 informatively make their trades, and that's what they're now manifesting in the ETF. So everybody can participate, but they've been doing. It. Yeah. And so that's data that we want to look that's at. Our at group. Like when we
0: yeah. we talk about our group chat, that is our group <laughs> exactly. I'll hit right? yeah. yeah. me, I'll hit them yep.
3: back. Like yeah, I'm looking at this. that's
0: our Discord. Chat. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's the Discord. communities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I hit you. Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Even in the hedge fund or when you work on Wall Street, everybody has different. Jobs innovation. Yep. Yep. Everybody doesn't look at um technical yep. analysis. Right, right, right. Some people are fundamental. Some yep. people are Some yep. people just go out and make relationships with different people to right. actually bring the money in. They call right. rainmakers. Yep. So like lobbyists. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I look at I look at my roles the same way. I'm in the streets. I'm in the I'm in the streets. <laughs> I'm in the streets. <laughs> <in the> street. <laughs> Troy's yeah. in the office, I'm in the streets.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. That's a right. good combination. that's exactly yeah, I, tell I don't know what, what you y'all are talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. know, like, yeah, that's, that's right. like a
2: story. Yeah, you know? that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta have that, man. Especially in partnerships, man. Yeah, I think that's like, most
0: beautiful thing about partnerships. It, yeah, like, yeah don't want people to overlook any of this, right? Yeah. Like we got two brothers working together. Yeah. We got right. two brothers working together.
3: Yeah. Right, yeah. like yeah. that's can not just something special. Yeah, man. I gotta tell you, it's so we always talk about this in our community, but you know, we have a habit, especially as black men. Of wanting to, like, everybody wants to be the boss. I want to go out and do this. I want to go do this on my own. I want to do this on my own. But at the end of the day, man, sometimes it's really about just, you know, bringing what you have to the table Mm -hmm. and building something bigger than yourself. You know what I mean? And that's really what it's about. I've had multiple businesses on my own. You know what I mean? It had various levels of success in all of them. But it really, until we partnered up and really, you know, he was able to, he does things that I'm not particularly good at or I don't particularly want to do. I do things that he's not particularly good at or he doesn't want to do. And we're able to build kind of like a full, structured type of, a business model, yeah. man. and I same thing with you guys. You yeah. know, what I mean, like, that,
0: that's community, man. That's, that's community, and, and same thing. You were like, Hey, I want to show this to Trap, I want to show this to Ian. Right, that's a phone call, let's right. get on the phone with them. Right. And so now you build in. And when we, I spoke to Paula. She was like, um, "I'm like, oh, this is the episode was incredible." She was like, "Yeah, I spoke to Francis." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, th- this is community, yeah. right? This yeah. is it right here in front of yeah. us. Yeah. We're all working
2: together." And you know yeah. what's crazy? Back at the homeland, this is how we operate. Like tribes, everything. Like, we eat from the same bowl. We go hunting food together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't do the work, you're not eating. Like, that's literally the model. You know what I'm saying? Like, ever since I was a kid, just because my brother is seven years older than me, so I always hung out with like, you know that's why like i matured early essentially mm-hmm. but it's just the idea of like you know going far we get things done together faster mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. if we're trying to prepare a meal Okay, you get the ingredients. You get salt. You get, you know, uh, uh, cayenne pepper. You get, you know what I'm saying? You got the chicken. You, you know, exactly. boil the water. Bring the salt. I mean, Except uh, just
3: look at Street Fighter. Yeah. You know, you got Ken and Ryu. You know? yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got, yeah, you I'm got saying. Double Dragon. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? know. all the best. That's all it. the best. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, shout out <laughs> to, to, to Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. like uh, you eating
1: from the bowl while your dog you need a fall. Yeah, that's man. a fact. Yeah, that's, that's, a, fact, that's a fact, man. Shout out to yeah. Rose, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Nah, we appreciate you, brothers, man. So, um, what would you like to leave the people with? What's some final words you would like to tell the people? How can they follow you on social
3: media? All oh, that Yeah, stuff? for sure. So, you can follow us at uh, cheat, C H E A T dot algo on Instagram. A L G O. Um, yep. A L G O. Uh, you can follow my Instagram is Quay Trades, Quay K W A Y dot trades. Yeah, and then my Instagram is The
2: Real Jehu. <laughs> You know, the real J E H U. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. that the final words I I, I particularly wanna say is just I just wanna encourage everybody out there, particularly those in our community, uh to always think bigger. And I'm not gonna say dream bigger, right? Because you know, like you was yeah, talking about like earlier, American it's a dream. dream to dream yeah. you gotta be sleep, right? Um, uh, but you know, think bigger, right? right? Whatever it is that you got, you can always make it significantly bigger. You're never gonna get bigger unless you think bigger first. And then take the actions necessary to make it to that point, point. Um, and so that's that's one thing I just kind of want to leave everybody with. And then when it comes to trading, you know, um, for all my traders out there, all my people who are in the markets, who are in the the investment world, um, make sure you're using all the any resources and all resources that's that's within your grasp. You know, if you're not, if, if you're really not, um, if, if you're not putting forth the effort of, of reaching out to you know education or tools or whatever it is you can use to your advantage, then you're really not trying. And if you're not trying, you're not gonna find success in the marketplace. Um, and this is one of the most important things, and I think the last thing, I know this is long, but the last thing I want to leave with is invest in your kids. You know what I'm saying? Teach your kids. Whatever you're learning now, you can right. teach your children, right. and your t- if your child can understand it, I promise you. You know what I'm saying? These kids are coming up. I promise you. They can understand it. You don't, have to, you don't have to go deep into, you know, uh, you know, whatever technical analysis, made, things like that, but you can teach some fundamental principles. Right. You can teach them, you know, even... Right now, my son just started his first uh, candle business. You know, he's eight years old. He started a little candle business. He also trades. Uh, you know, he has, has a little little trading account. He does when he's uh, uh, you know, uh, she's off from school and things like that. Um, but those things, it was very simple for me to teach him. It, it didn't take a lot. And he's not. I'm not. He's not. I've, he's a great kid. But I'm not saying he's smarter than anybody else's kid. None of that type of stuff. These are very simple things that you could teach to your children. And I promise, like with the knowledge you have today. The things I learned at 13 is the same things we sitting here talking about now mm. at 30. You know what I'm saying? And I'm right. I mean, gonna take it with me till I'm 60, 70, 80 years old, so I got Alzheimer's, right? right? right. God forbid, knock on wood. You nah. know what I mean? That's that's how yeah, it is. man.
2: Like, just to emphasize on the things he says, like I'm super big into legacy. Um, I grew up in the homeland, I've seen, I I I just want like our community just to be able to like, you know come together like no matter the walk of life right because we all have everybody comes from a different lens right in this life thing right we all have different experiences we all have different like you know just motivations and things like that but just we have to be able to kill ego in our community to be able to move forward I think that's one of the biggest things holding us back and when it comes to like the investing space do not be afraid to invest in your education right like you know of course go to YouTube do all that like you know what I'm saying that's you have to be dedicated right like the this investing thing the number one thing is you have to be able to want to have a better life for yourself right like if you're not motivated individually as somebody that wants to be in a better position for not just you, your family, and things like that, because that's one thing that we've realized. Like, and that's a sacrifice that we've made. Like, as far as time, like he's telling you, his kid was, his child was being born, and we're out here trying to get on calls you <laughs> in, know the in the house. In that, in the, the house, house, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's it's different. Like, yeah. like oh. you just have to be able to <laughs> you just you just have to be able yeah. to just want better for yourself and um, just just capitalize on that. You know what I'm saying? reach and seek out this information yeah. at the highest level because we're living in the age of information. There's no reason. There's no reason, man, to be I mean, in literally no Man, there was be not behind. this
3: type of information out there. Yeah. And, yeah. and you and when we willing if you look at when you go into college, uh, you know, when I was I was taking classes and things like that, each one of my classes was like three grand for a biology Easy. class that I never yeah. saw. I never did right. anything with biology right. in my life outside of make right. children. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um it's not something that's not something that I, I use, right? Yeah. Uh so but I spent $3,000 on that. I, yeah, I have debt to this day yeah, for okay. classes that I never did anything with. If I'm willing to to, to go $3,000 in a debt for a, a class that I've never used before, then why wouldn't you know, would I $400, $200? There's, there's $50 programs out there. There's $2,000 programs out there. You're going to get what you put in, right? right. If, if this is information that you can literally, I, I mean, not even, everybody I think that, that's been in the market understands, or most people that's been in the market understands that this is something that can change your life for good. I've I've done it. I haven't worked a nine-to-five job since 2011. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and, and it's, I was
2: pressed on my nine-to-five And he
3: was pressed on he has been able to yeah. quit his nine. He had a good nine-to-five job. You know, yeah. uh pushing on six figures. Right. And he was able to, you know, to, to quit that just from the information that, you know, I gave to him, he ran with, and he's been able to, you know, to do what he's been able to do with. Right. So, I think it's just the most important thing is just understanding wherever you get it from, it doesn't have to be through us, through anybody you see around or whatever it is, anywhere. Get the information first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then once you have the information, then you'll be able to apply that information. And then don't be afraid to put a little bit of capital up in the markets for yourself to try to, 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 to apply that that what you're learning, you know, because it's it's only um it's only gonna benefit you in the long run. So I appreciate you guys, man. Sure. Troy, housekeeping item. Yeah, information on us,
0: application on you. That's the rules. And shout out yeah. to everybody okay. on sure. patreon.com. Yeah. That is yeah, our private paid program. Obviously, we got that from uh, our good brother Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace to him. All right. Just the two-year anniversary of his death, so we're we going to keep the marathon running, of course. Uh, so shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. Again, the, the top tier, uh, tier five, you are, have access to EYL University, the number one place for everything in the world of entrepreneurism, uh, business, and finance, man. And shout out to all the earners that have been part of that. Shout out to everybody in our Facebook group, uh, everybody that's been attending our classes and applying this information. Man, that's a lot of information. Um, so there's so much that you can apply in the real world, man. So these guys are doing it. And, and you're doing it too so kudos to you and shout out to everybody supporting our merch on uh, earning leisure and yeah I already told got, them I already got, put my order in I need out. that yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah we greatly appreciate that uh, thank you absolutely. absolutely that's it thank you guys for
1: rocking with us we'll see you next week peace peace yeah, peace. peace my graduates from my school being Forbes Backdrop. drop back drop <laughs> mic drop back drop drop